Etruscan addicts, drugs not yet synthesized, black marketeers of World War III, excisers of telepathic sensitivity, osteopaths of spirit, investigators of infractions denounced by bland paranoid chess players, servers of fragmentary morals taken down. here with the Free Thinker Society number three with the host of the Free Thinker Society, Michael Romanelli. What's up, everyone? Here we are, number three. I can't believe it's number three already. Feels All like right, we're so deep so into the... Deep <laughs> number three. Oh, my God. So we're here with number three. This is almost like an... I want to call this almost an emergency broadcast because how crazy... Uh, we're about to come out of lockdown in New Jersey, so I've been a little nuts with my business, but I had to get my boy on... Um, I have, I'm really excited for this guest, so we're doing almost an emergency broadcast. I got my boy. His name is James Curry, originally from New Jersey. I know this guy uh, since he was a little young guy, since he was young. Yeah, and, since and he was in my early 20s, man. Early 20s. Well, over a decade. I know him for a while. He was a uh, he was an amateur fighter, fucking fought and rolled with all the some of the best pros in New Jersey and uh, busted his balls a lot as a kid until he got to Razi to kick my ass at any time. So he is the host of um, We The People Radio podcast that's blowing the fuck up right now during this quarantine. I'm so happy to have him on. This is my boy. my brother from another mother. This is James Curry. What's up, James? What's going on, Mike? I'm really excited to, to be on. I've been really looking forward to doing this with you since you told me you started this project. Yeah, I'm so happy um, to have you on, man. So yes. I, I don't know if you've listened to any other podcasts that I've done before, but um, so we do no carnival parking, and we went a little deep because it was during um, – quarantine when a lot of the things in my mind and the the thing you know the crazy shit that i was thinking about started just everyone started talking about and questioning narratives and everything so we no carnival is really more of the um comedy club where it's a little bit crazy and then i wanted to get a little bit deeper and i really wanted to get more serious because we have a lot of fun there which is awesome it's a, it's a great hang for comedy and stuff and we, I, i'll drop fucking truth bombs here and there but I wanted to start this podcast to really just question all the narratives, all the narratives. So I know there's been a couple of times I text you and I want to have you on and I want to debate you on Q and I want to debate you on on uh, Trump and things like that. And I said, you know what? Fuck that one. You're my you're one of my best friends. And I don't want to do that because I don't want to I don't want we can argue and we could show people that eventually. That you can have. I'm a, down to do it, man. Yeah, you can Listen, have a debate, right? You can have a de- I, I think discussion is important. It is, and people need to so understand that you can do that and still be friends. Absolutely, that, that you can. Doubt. Yeah, and and the world needs to see that right now. They really, I really does. think so. You're absolutely right. You know, and yeah, and and I wanted to do that, but I can't stop with this thought, and I didn't know who else to call to have this conversation with, but you. Um, I feel like well, you know, you know, you're the guy. You're the guy that when I when I 
need a little bit of uh, research or, you know, I have my, I have some of my friends in the community or whatever, but when things like when I got to validate something right away and they don't even know some of my, like, I'll ask you and you'll be like, boom. And you show me the proof. I mean, you are a free thinker and a deep diver. I mean, you go and you know all the stuff. So, so the topic I want to bring up today is something that I've been talking about for a while and kind of intuitively and almost pulling it out of my ass. And now it's just, it's, and though it happens a lot of times to me, I got to say, free thinking, I hate the fucking word conspiracy. A lot of times it comes just with intuition. Things don't feel right. And Absolutely. this topic hasn't felt right for a while. And that is, um, are we at war with China? And have we been at war with China for a lot longer than we think? That's what I want to talk to you about today. Um, you know, I don't know how you feel about that. I'll let you talk for a second. But I have a couple ideas of why I feel that way. Well, I think it's it's a very interesting topic because China people don't realize how much China has their grubby little paws inside of literally every industry inside of our country, um, and, and our allies. country literally bends the knee to the to China all the time because of the way that they think. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with how they handle Hollywood and things like that. Um, I actually just posted I tweeted out a picture of uh, two two covers of Star Wars. Uh, one from America and one from China, and yeah. the one from oh, America—I yeah, yeah. don't even know the guy's name, the character's name, the the black character who's yep. the the stormtrooper mm -hmm. and switch sides. They have him on the American version, but because China and because China's actually really racist, unlike America, they don't so want that racist. on their covers, so they yeah, had it before removed. Before you go deeper, what about? I remember being in the gym. One before I was because I listen, I was I, I was someone that really fell for COVID. I was scared of it. So I stopped going to the gym like two months before it even we were on lockdown. I remember being in the gym listening to the radio or something. And everyone was talking about this LeBron thing and LeBron. And I think the commissioner, right? The, and you know more about sports yeah, than me. The David NBA Stern, yeah. Right. They were all bowing to China. Big time. Oh, right? big time. They, they were, were all they, like they were changing things and they were saying freedom of speech was bad or something like that. Like there was a big. I forget exactly what, you know what they were talking, talking about, about, right? But it was I remember, like they were I remember bending exactly the knee, what bending it was because everybody really... was comparing the, the the president of China, President Xi, to Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and that's yeah, my immature ass. I remember that. That's what I was gonna say. My <laughs> immature ass just remembers saying calling him Winnie the Pooh, and then like that's what I looked at. But yeah, back then it kind of reminded whatever. I'm not gonna go this deep, but it it reminds me of like just there's always like this little calm before the storm, and that's what they're talking about with China. And everyone was upset about the NBA and they were upset with the commissioner because they were bending the knee to China and basically and saying, that was well before COVID. That yeah, was a couple like months, before. months before. Yeah, a couple months before they're talking about that. And, and, and the, the truth community was really upset because they're like, wait a minute. And they were talking about what you were saying, racism, all this stuff and all these top black athletes and just athletes in general were just bending the knee to China because they got so much their money so long. It's ridiculous. But well, when COVID broke out, they were putting black people in internment camps in China. Like they were like yeah, they, they, they thought that black that. people were more susceptible to the disease. And they were yeah. putting them in, in internment camps. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I heard they were throwing Muslims like like having the Muslims take care of all the Apple products, shaving their beards off. I don't know how true true that is. I don't know. Sam, I, didn't, I didn't hear that one. Sam, I didn't hear Sam that told one, me that. I don't know. It, I hasn't said it again, but he was telling me something about like shaving um, Muslims beards off. And I don't know. And, and something with the. They're wild out in China. Before we got into any of this shit with, with more speculation, and I know the NBA thing and all that, bend the knee and the Winnie the Pooh, it was definitely a real thing. But, all right, let's back it even further up. I remember when 9-11 happened, right? When 9-11 happened about a year after all, you remember, I was 20, 
21. So from I was in seventh grade. I remember exactly. Yeah. So where I was. all my buddies wanted to go and fight terrorists, right? Now, they nicked it. Yeah. So now when they come home, I'll never forget this, James and, and Clint. When they come home, they're the ones who really got me. I mean, besides 9/11, that's another day and the whole thing that happened. And I was there. <laughs> But besides that, when they got home, they're the ones who really got me. And we're talking about Army Rangers, uh, SEALs. We're talking about high-ranking dudes. They're the ones who started getting me into the conspiracies and started telling me some crazy shit. I'm like, really? And they're like fucking fried and telling me about crazy shit. But it wasn't, it was them. But then there was my one boy who was Naval Intelligence. And I'm not going to say his name or whatever. I haven't talked yeah, to him don't, in years. Yeah, don't name drop him. No, don't. no, I won't say his name. I haven't talked to him in years. But I'll never forget. One night, we're chilling. On, uh, we're chilling down the shore, we're looking at the stuff, we're smoking, and, and I'm talking to him about what the other guys are saying, and he says, bro, we are not, it's not what you think. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, it's not what you think. I go, what does that mean? He goes, I spent all my time observing China, and right now your focus is on the middle, oh, not your, the world's focus is on the Middle East. It's really all about China. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm telling you, bro, we're just observing them. They're observing us. He goes, we're at a cold war with them right now. And when if you have kids someday, it, World War III is going to be with them. And I'll never forget when he planted plant this in my mind. He goes, and it's not going to be like anything you ever saw in your life. And I go, what does that mean? He wouldn't get into it. He was This was a real deal dude that was like, he had a couple drinks in him, and that's as much as he's going to tell me. He goes, I'm just going to tell you right now, it's not what. It's going to be a different type of war. I can't explain it, but it's going to be different, and we're just watching each other, and we're holding. And I'm like, all right, whatever, man. At this point, you know, bodies are coming home from Afghanistan. We're pissed off. I got friends coming back saying we're, we're guarding poppy fields. It was just this whole clusterfuck, and I just kind of put it away. I put it away, right? And then a lot of people I know, you know, the pills go, the, the pills go away. You can't get them anymore, and everyone's addicted, and all of a sudden, Everyone, every you have a, in your high school class, fucking twenty people are dead, and it's oh, all, it's especially all, in the East Coast, it was crazy. Yeah, and, and we're not normal. It's not just us. It's every Massachusetts, everyone on the East Coast, and Florida, boom, and they're all dropping from this fucking shit called fentanyl. Then you yep. find out that fentanyl is just getting fucking sent here by the fucking kilos from China. Mm-hmm. They they say it's it's even more so than what. Uh, Pablo Escobar was sending in as far as cocaine back in the yeah. 80s. Like, yeah, okay. It pales you know, in comparison. Yeah, James, and guess what? There's some sick motherfuckers out there. Charlie Sheen could smoke half of that kilo, and he's got a career. Nobody, <laughs> he's got his tiger blood eating Yeah, kids. nobody can. You, you can't. I don't care who the fuck. You, dude, I'm telling you, some of the hardest motherfuckers I've known in the music industry and the rave scene and all these crazy scenes where they were, they call themselves cockroaches, nothing can kill me, are dead because of a little bit of this fucking drug. You know, yeah. if you even uh, cops or EMTs and stuff are dying just touching it, yeah. getting it on yeah. their skin. Yeah, and the Narcon's not even enough. I watched a thing. Sam, Sam Tripoli made me watch this uh, documentary. I think it was called Dope. And these guys are out in Massachusetts where there's just crazy, crazy street. And they don't even have enough Narcon to fucking wake people up. That's how strong this fentanyl is. It's killing people like on the spot. Like I, I, I believe that's what killed Mac Miller as well. He had it's fentanyl in his dude. System. Anyone, James, anyone that's died recently from it's drugs, from it's fentanyl. No, they have it's no idea. It's terrifying. They have, hey, dude, it's in coke. It's in everything. Like it's you shouldn't everything. be doing recreational drugs right now because there's just fentanyl. It, they put and so so here we go. So I'm talking about World War Three. So before COVID. Before all this bullshit, this new world we're living in, 
People were dropping for the last five, six, seven years like flies. Craziness. And then Craziness. there. So some. So some people I know have been saying it's the opium. It's that China. It's a slow, 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 slow way to take over. And first it well, was. Go first, ahead. Yeah. First it was. Just let's just flood them. Not to also mention even the, the even like the psychedelics, which I know I'm a big advocate for psychedelics. A lot of the psychedelics coming out of China are tainted with different kind of drugs that are making people freak out, jump off of like things are things that are coming from their super labs are meant to almost fuck us. And it's like I believe so. I I, I was like, huh. Somebody said something about the opium wars to me, and this is their way of getting back because I guess we we hurt them with something. I don't know much about this topic, but that was the first time i ever heard about the fentanyl oh they're getting back at us because i guess we did something with their opium a long time ago and that slowly they're going to just kill many of our kids right now you well, have go ahead, go ahead go ahead i'm sorry so so it, it all comes back to the fact that you're absolutely right we are they are trying to slowly kill us with the, with with fentanyl and and other things because they're they're heavily in, in, uh, invested in our agricultural system in our food yeah. and uh, in many other things in our entertainment, pretty much everywhere, they're they're heavily invested. Like their money is spent very very well in our country, um, and they strange, have a lot of controlling man. power at this point. It's really really scary um, what they're able to do. And it's it's funny that you say that we're at a war because when the president when President Trump was running for office, he came out and he's like, "Listen, you guys are crazy. Like Russia is not our biggest adversary." The Middle East is not our biggest adversary. We we need we need to worry about China. We need to worry about what they're doing. And I'm telling you, anybody in the military that I trust have been saying that forever. My grandfather, who was a World War II guy, I have a, I I have actually have three grandfathers. Not that doesn't make sense, but I do. And he has step grandfathers, yeah, things like that. Yeah, exactly. And he was a paratrooper in in World War II, and he would talk to me about China, and I I thought he was just a crazy old man. I thought he was like, what is that, Grand Turismo? Like what he, yeah. But now, now everything he's saying is just haunts me. I'm it like, makes oh sense. my god! Well, these guys are on the front lines, and they really saw what we were fighting over. James, like, when you hear about the stories, when you go back to the opium, that our soldiers are there guarding yeah. the opium yeah. fields when the Taliban and then all of a sudden, Oxycontin runs out, and everyone's on the best dope in the world. Yeah. It, then it, the it, dope it, runs it, out, it, and everyone's on fentanyl and dying. It's 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 wild. James, it's you remember this story? Start tracing things back and finding out where it's coming from and where it starts and why we're doing the things that we're doing. It's it's honestly terrifying because China is a major power in this world. They have a billion people, man. Yeah, well, they have way more people than we do, um, and they're they're killing their their newborns because they're, they're, there's laws on how many children they're allowed to have, so they want to have sons and boys and things like that. James, um, do you remember this one? I just remember this right now. It's not even in my notes. Fentanyl is in my nose. But do you remember this one? Do you remember, ah, fuck, eight, nine years ago when uh, toys from China, kids were licking them and they were laced with, the, the paint had GHB in them? Yes, I yeah, do remember But that. what the fuck? Like, why? Paint no, isn't that hard to it, make. Where? Why would you put a drug inside of paint? It makes no sense. Everything's I, starting I, to line up. I, I think that uh, there's people that are much smarter than we are and they know exactly what they're doing and they're carrying out an agenda because um, you know you see they have you know they have almost military bases on the ports of our country China our previous leadership doesn't matter if they're Democrat or Republican they were literally selling all of our intelligence huh. and our secrets to China well, they were literally giving it away they were literally selling all of our manufacturing to China and look at where we're at right now 
COVID happens, and I believe the number was like 48% of our medication is made in China. Yeah. Now, if China, if we actually went into a serious war and China was like, hey, we're not going to give you your medication anymore, like you're beat. Yeah. Our country is in deep, deep trouble. Or they start, and that's not, they can start that's paying not the medication. pills the GHB they use for the fucking Legos. Yeah, well, they're doing it on purpose. You know, they know oh, exactly like they what they're doing. They start paying each pill with a little bit. Like, why were you paying fucking Legos with GHB? I don't know if it was really Lego. I'm sorry if it's Lego comes after me. Maybe it was fucking He-Man. I don't know. But they were painting some kind of toys, and kids are fucking licking the toys like every little kid does, and they're fishing out like they were at the fucking Sound Factory in 1994. It made no sense. Well, it's it's funny. You have you have China um, manufacturing all these toys, and they, they I feel like they... They, they probably knew kids are going to start licking these things. Oh, they, use all, they use all slave labor. The, the, the people that are making the toys probably have no idea like what they're doing. I, I, find, I find it crazy. Like, all these companies right now coming out and saying, oh, we stand with Black Lives Matter. We, you know, slavery is bad, so on and so forth. Meanwhile, they, their companies themselves, Apple, Nike, they're using slave labor in China to produce all their products. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. You know, they... China controls a, a, a huge portion of our manufacturing, right. and you see things. I use the analogy of people like I'm like I'm like look at you go on Facebook or any social media and you see the ads for Wish.com. You ever see those? Yeah, no. I mean, we're jumping. That's a fine on well, my notes, and that's fine. And then it comes to Facebook, um, Instagram, all the social media stuff. Well, no, I was I, I was I was talking about just the products themselves. Yeah, you know, look at Wish.com. That's that's a company. That's a Chinese company. Yes, yes, look, yes. They, they advertise these ridiculous things, and some of them look pretty cool. The, but then you order them, and it's completely opposite. And then you have all, all the memes of people. Yeah, and you're not going to get it back, and they don't care. And dude, it happens all the time. But what about like with the social media stuff, right? How, okay, I want to talk about a couple other things about drugs or whatever. But we'll we'll jump down to that. The riots, all the shit going on. People so angry. Listen, I I get angry. I, I think I've t- I told James we've talked so many times I've take I take the bait and I get upset with myself but I turned the TV off a long time ago but now it's like the computer and I feel like that f- these these boxes and these things that follow us like they know how to pull and tug on our strings right and like if you were so ahead of you like okay I'm not saying it's China maybe it's Russia I don't know who it is but maybe it's even our own country but let's just for the sake of this topic, we'll call it China. You know how easy it would be to get a team of hackers to pull on the strings of everyone and show everything that's like they know what to they know what product I'm thinking about. You don't think they know how to fucking show me some social injustice that's gonna make me fucking want to burn a Walmart down? They oh, do without a doubt. I mean they, they have they definitely have bots without a doubt, oh. China. I, I got reposted yesterday by Candace Owens and literally within three minutes there was a hundred comments on every single one of my posts and it was word for word the exact same thing from different people. Word for word, they were saying the same exact thing. So as soon and it was, as soon as it was posted, they had bots at the ready to start attacking. Yes. And and so, I, I honestly I think it's I, I, I have a strong feeling that it is China. Like they, they tried to say stoke Russia is stoke using flames, bots man. and things like that. So huh? th- th- stoke the flame. So here, this is what I'm thinking. Like I'm thinking, okay, something, George Floyd thing, terrible thing that happened. And I don't think there's terrible. any human that saw that footage. And I don't think there's any human, unless you're a fucking Klansman. There's no human that says that's okay. No, 
but no, then, no, okay, so this tragedy happens. Yeah, you can't watch it. I could only watch it one time. It I couldn't disgusting. even watch it again. It's horrible. And even my friends who break things down, they say there's a lot of holes in it and the whole thing. I can't even watch it again. Uh, big time it's, holes. It's so, yeah. that's, that's, that, that's besides the point. It's but, still but, but let you, to watch. Exactly, right? And we don't know, but definitely. There's, there's enough evidence to point, point the holes out, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, that could be a whole other thing. And I, honestly, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm even ready for that right now. Uh, someday, but the pro- the thing that is that they're pulling on our strings, man. Someone, something. I don't know. I I'm everything started move to China. So let we kind of went down to the social media thing f- way later. I want to talk about, but check this out. When I were talking about George Floyd and the riots, so do you, do you know how much how many counterfeit bills China's been pumping into? Like, that, do you know about this? No, I don't. What, Dude, what, what, they're pumping so, in counterfeit so American they're dollars. They're finding. Fifty and hundred dollar bills, all, all like the way they're finding the Acme Wiley Coyote bricks. Yeah, they're finding stacks of fucking fakes everywhere where there's a problem from China. It's very on the low right now, and the problem really? is I- yes, and they're they're good enough. Like they're like the old like rave twenties, where like if you had the balls to give a fucking dealer a twenty for you know he might, but they're they're like good enough in the dark, but not you know. You really look at them, and the fucked up part they is... They pass the marker test? They don't pass the marker, but they pass enough, but they, when you really put them on their thing, they have Chinese writing on them. Really? Yes. I didn't, I'm surprised I didn't see this, because I'm... Bro, this is what look I'm into seven. Hashtag look into it. Bro, they're manipulating, they're, they are, and, they're put, and they're bringing them in all the, the areas that you've seen a lot of riots. Anywhere you've seen a lot of fucked up shit, you're going to find a couple hundred thousand stashed in these places, and they're sending them to... Probably in, in the autonomous zone. Yeah, all these kind of places, dude. All those places you're seeing a couple hundred grand just dropped, and they're getting dropped to people where you're like, huh, it's very... Very, rem- very poverty-stricken areas. Yeah, it's very reminiscent. It's really reminding me of the crack days. Yeah, when they were just dropping it's off reminds, crack. It's really reminding me. All of a sudden, everyone had crack everywhere. Everyone's was, got these fucking pallets. Yeah, everyone's got pallets of fucking... The, dude, it's real weird. It's real Gary fishy. Gary Webb is blowing the whistle and he gets he commits suicide to two bullets yeah. in the back of the head. Why don't you know? we? How come nobody? I mean, I know why, but looking into the footage from those buildings of all those piles of bricks getting set everywhere, like nobody's looked into any of that. James, of course not. Of, you, co- no, of, cor- of course, they're not looking into that. It's it. it they're but never on, the, gonna on the street, are there any on the street? Like, can you find them? You would know this. What? What the bricks? The pallets of bricks? Like, is there any any video out there of getting them them getting dropped off? No, there's no video of them getting okay. dropped off. Another been, been but, trying to expunge just regular people's posts. You know what I mean? Well, dude, of them, I know. I, show I, them. I I'm glued to the TV every night watching the protest. And I don't know how you do it. And one, and one thing it. I'm going to tell you is, unless a Wendy's is getting set on fire or something's getting set on fire, they're all like, "Yo, they're jamming. They're jam-. So they're they're sending jammers. Where you so you're not going to see the bricks get posted? No. Well, you see the the, the peaceful protesters. Listen, I, I always have to preface that they have, they should be protesting. Of their course. Voice, the, at the end of the day, there is, there needs to be reform in the police department and, and with our our law enforcement. It 100%. just needs to happen. Yes. But the violent protesters are are taking over and they're using the peaceful protesters as like a cover so they can get away with doing what they're doing. And I don't know if you saw the video. There was actually. 
uh, a bunch of peaceful protesters, they saw a guy, an Antifa guy, smashing up the sidewalk with a hammer. Just yeah. Smashing it. And they picked him up and they handed him to the cops. Yeah. They were like, yo, we yeah, don't want this. This is yeah. not one of them. And you see it all over the place. And you, there's one woman who's filming these Asian ladies spray painting Black Lives Matter all over the, all over the walls. And they're <laughs> trying to blame... Because they're trying to stoke the fire. That's what yeah. they're exactly what you said before. That's are they just trying to steal stuff, or are they or they're just some insurgents there trying to fire everybody up so that it turns into you froze. Uh, he was saying, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead, Clint. Uh, do you think that you know, like we were saying, do you think that it's really people? As in, I'm sure there are some, but I'm sure it's not that many people manipulating the riots so that they can steal stuff more so. People get in there, like you're talking about, Antifa or whoever it is, and encourage people to get out of hand. And then it kind of carries into yeah, provocateurs. You know, what it is. Yeah. Provocateurs. Well, yeah, there, there's definitely paid, paid agitators. It's 100%. On because all sides. Video, I'm going to say it on, on all, all sides. I'm going to say it on all sides. <laughs> including, but, but, and listen, and, I, and, I, and I'm, I stand with the cops to an extent, but even on the cops side. They all want to agitate, and people. Yeah, go, what's that's with the oldest, all the videos of the cops? Because it's the oldest trick in the book, man. You get the protesters out, the fucking cop. You throw a brick, couple look, of bricks. Yeah, a, a lot of cops do have a heart on. They're like, they're like ready to roll. They're well, like, but also, like, but James, like, like you got a big protest going. It's annoying, whatever. So it's the oldest trick in the book. But you know, a couple of cops will come in and they'll throw a brick through, and they'll get. Because once you get, there's a lot of these kids are young. You know what, man? When I was a kid, if I was this young. Everyone looks at me like I'm crazy when I admit this. But if I was 16, 17, I'd probably be fucking out there right now. And everyone's like, really? I go, yeah, man. I'm fucking I crazy at the machine. Too. You would too, James. I don't want to hear I probably, No, you know, I probably would You be. would. I probably would And we'd be, be out there. And, and, and the we, bullshit. Yeah, and we probably wouldn't do anything wrong. But you know what? If all of a sudden, boom, it's like the old mosh pit, mosh pit days and fucking raging at the machine and everything. At first, you're like, eh, I don't want to get involved. And then all of a sudden, the whole thing fucking erupts. And you're all fucking each other and up. the like, Apple store is wide open. Yeah, and I, might, <laughs> and I broke my fucking iPhone, so I need one. No, yeah. it's it's literally it's 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 the the, the old saying monkey see monkey yes. do. Once you see once you see a couple of people start doing it, you don't you don't want to be the one not especially part when you're of the young. crowd. Especially when you're young. It, it, and that's what you were talking about earlier. I think that they play into our emotions and yes. they use psychological tactics Dude, I to fall attack for us. It. James, I still fall for it. I'm almost 40 years old. I still fall we for it. We all do. We all do. I mean, listen, listen, like I was saying with the whole George Floyd thing, like I, at this point I I have way too many questions to believe it. As, as fa- it's as fucking value. crazy. I mean, now but, they're but, talking about how those two used to fight at work all the time. Yeah. Oh no. It's there's there's way too many holes. The the, the ambulance showed up and no EMT came out. It was Bro. a police officer in a vest. Like it, we can go on for days about that. Can't but fucking mention they, names. I had friends who work in the city who are EMTs, and they're not conspiracy theorists at all. They just listen to some of the podcasts I do, and they were like, I. I thought about it, but I guess not. And they were like, "Bro, right away, like you understand, that's not how we take care of. We don't wear bulletproof vest. Nope. <laughs> we, like, we, that's not how things happen." And then I, I didn't watch it again. I, it's kind of in my mind. I remember they kind of just threw him down and everything. So I don't want to watch it again. I'm not as I get to this age. I don't want to watch shit like no, this. No, it was, it was hard. He was but I do remember that part, disgusting. and they were explaining to me, and I'm like, I know they're right. Like I said, I watched it once. I don't want to watch it again. Um, it was hard to watch. Regardless, somebody I think was killed, and I'm almost positive someone was killed, but may have been a sacrifice, right? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Whatever it was, is there's a problem. We all, I know, James. I know you're not racist at all, at all. I know you have not a racist bone in your body, and I know. 
that you know because we know a lot of the same people and we're from a nicer town and the right on the border is a different town and I know we've had these talks before all this crazy shit happens that you know black people are definitely treated different right yeah I, I, in, in certain extents, for sure. Like I was, I was yeah. coming home from a movie. We were seeing a, a movie. It was me and my one good buddy, Phils. God bless him. I love him to death. He's one of my best friends in the world. Um, and we smoked before we went to the movie, like we normally would. And we left, and we had some weed in the trunk, and he had some weed in his yeah. backpack. And we got pulled over in a nice in Cedar Grove in a really nice white area. Yeah. And the cops were like, "Oh, we smell weed on you." Uh, and they pulled me and my girlfriend at the time aside. They're like, is that your drug dealer? Is he selling you weed? Yeah. Like they were trying to pin it on my boy immediately. I was like, nah, dude, like, Always. We, we went to go see a movie and like, we're on our way home. Like we're 20 minutes from the house. Like, let us be like, leave us alone. And they were like, well, we're not leaving until we search the car and Phil's he's like, listen, I got a bag of weed in my car and it was a dub. Meanwhile, we had an ounce in the trunk and he wore it and you know, I bailed him out and I love him to death for, for doing that. Um, but it got but pinned. Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen it, man. You've seen it. We've all seen it, right? I mean, they- nah, the, at the end of the day, the cops as a whole, because like I, I think I was telling you the other day, uh, you know, I grew up in a in a majority white neighborhood, so the cops didn't really have black people to pick on. So they picked on the kids that they thought were doing the most trouble. And I happened to be a skater, and then yeah. I turned into a pothead. And they immediately start picking on you, and they start treating you differently. And I'm white, so I noticed it, and I can only imagine what people who yeah, who are black who live in poor neighborhoods? What they go through, or even, or even in your neighborhood, in my neighborhood, there was. Oh yeah, yeah, even a, in a, couple, you know, like have, a handful have, of black people in that neighborhood. Imagine what's like to them. One hundred percent. Leaving no, the party, we're all leaving the house buddies. party. We're he's high school kids. High ranking in the air force. He, I don't want to mention his name. No, but he's you don't have doing to. very well for himself, and he grew up. He was one of the only black kids in my grade, and he's doing very well for himself. And I've seen him go through it. But at the same time, like I went, I went to Patterson one time, and I'm in Patterson with my same buddy Phil's. And the cops pulled over and, for and being grabbed white. me because they, for being they white. thought I was out there buying drugs yes. and I'm tweaking. See, that's another thing. But kind of ties into what we started talking about, the fentanyl crisis and the heroin crisis. Yeah, and that time. whole fucking thing, man, where in the 80s and the 90s, it was, first of all, which I don't even understand how a businessman can get caught with a bag of Coke. And I think it's a slap on the wrist. A black guy get caught with two vials of crack. He's going to mand- mandatory minimum. Some crazy shit. So that's just straight up racism right there. I know this is not what we want to talk about, but this is you know. And then it kind of they got everybody. They got all the they got all the crackhead, the crack dealer. They, they're all in jail. They're all doing their time. So then what happened? The opiates came out, and then it kind of moved out. And then yeah, if you're white in the ghetto, dude, you are white in the ghetto. You get pulled over all the time. I can't mention all a couple names because they're tied to famous people. But I have someone in my family coached a lot of famous now famous NBA players and used to get pulled over all the time just for picking up these kids out of the projects to bring them to the court because he was white. And this is when the opiate thing started happening and he used to get pulled over all the time where it was crazy. Like, what do you do? Like they, you know, and it was, it was terrible. These are fucking kids that are fucking playing basketball. They're trying to get out of the fucking hood. And now their coach is being accused. Like it was, it's just, so yes, there's reverse racism. It's a whole thing, but I think it's all systematic, and I think it's all done. And I, honestly, man, I'm not too sure. I feel bad for cops in a way because they're doing their jobs, which I know it's a terrible thing to say because that's what you can say about Nazis and the whole nine. They're just doing your jobs. Yeah, no, nah, it's bullshit. You know, I don't. I don't. Hard. I don't go with that at all. I don't believe in that nonsense. They're what? just doing their jobs. I think it's like we talked about the structuring of police 
makes it difficult right off of the bat. Because that's what I'm saying. The whole system is. We're fraught. already paying them with our taxes. Why are they hunting us down for more money? Yeah, every the whole month? system is fucked. I, they're, they're, they're money. They extort us for their their money that's all the time. That's my point. It, yeah, we're already. It, are they not here supposed to work for us? And we're we pay them with our taxes, and then they follow us around to give us more tickets. Yeah, because our taxes aren't enough. That's exactly what they, they, that I was talking about earlier. There needs to be reform in the law enforcement because look at what they're doing. They're, they're finding loopholes for everything that they do. For example, with the tickets, it used to be that unmarked cars can't pull you over because anybody can, can buy a, a, an unmarked car and pretend to be a cop by a cop uniform. So unmarked cars aren't allowed to pull you over in New Jersey. So what do cops do in New Jersey is they make those cars that have the, the all black and the police only shows uh, when the light reflects on it. it and, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's how they get around that loophole so that they can now pull you over in, in a car that looks like an unmarked car. And right. it gets so many people because we're focused on driving. We're not focused on the reflection on the side of the car. Yeah. So they're just and they're pulling you over for a seatbelt or some nonsense that they're just taking money out of our pocket. And they're already taxed, especially in New Jersey, taxing us through the wazoo. And it's my, insane. My point with all this is, though, is I feel like this is even deeper. Like, we're all pawns. All of us, including the fucking cops. And I don't mean to say fucking cops, but even the cops that were all pawns. And it goes deeper by the flooding of the opiates, the flooding of the fentanyl. All well, these have, people that died. You have to realize for all this to work, the local municipalities have to be involved in some way for their entire system to work, not just with the drugs, but for pretty much everything that they're trying to do with, you know, you want to go into the human trafficking and things like that. Local municipalities have to be involved in some way. And that's, and you see it going on right now. Look what's going on in Seattle with the local municipalities. Well, wow, that's going to be a disaster. <laughs> you, so, so people don't realize that, that going out to vote for your mayors and your assemblymen and councilmen and women in your local areas, how important they are. Cause we're seeing it happen, happen right now in front of our face. It's like Paulie Shore. What was it? Biodome. Right. It's so fucking true. When he yeah. said, uh, think locally. <laughs> Dude. Making a filter. It's Making so true, man. Filter. It's so true. I don't remember that movie that one. Was it? When I think it's about Stop thinking globally. He goes, you got to start thinking locally <laughs> to act globally. And he's so fucking right. I was a little fucking kid watching that. And I'm like, he's so right, though, man. That's so true. Like, it's so it's, important. Like, it really is. It affects our daily life. Like that's what affects us most. Not so but much. That's the, where the change you know, is going to come, because you know what? The local people are pissed off. The local people that are just like you and I, that got to go. They have a side hustle. They got to work, but they're still doing what they're doing. They're inspecting and they're doing all this stuff because they don't make millions. They're no. they're pissed off too. Well, that's the issue. Most people are like us. You know, yes. just working yes. week to week to try and. Uh, Try and make it happen. Mike's taking off. He's going to pee. Of course he is. (laughs) He's got a baby's bladder. He's a child. (laughs) He's a child. (laughs) Uh, No, you're 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 100% right. It's uh, it's wild what they're doing. In in and I think the cops, like I was saying earlier, I think they need to get. it, It needs to be a total overhaul with the hiring process. I think, you know, you, you have lawyers that are going to school for eight years to become lawyers and learn the law and how it works. And cops are going to, what, three to six months of training? Yeah. And that's physical because, training and stuff as well. You know, tests and all that stuff, I think, you know. Yeah. Versus just only school classroom time. So, so in my opinion, I think a good start in changing the hiring process 
would be, you know, at least a two-year minimum program, uh, at least minimum, and I think a year of which should be weekly visits with a psychologist to get a psyche valve. And it's not a foolproof plan, but it's going to help weed out uh, a lot of bad apples and figure out what type of person this person is and whether they're, they're getting the badge for the right reasons to actually protect and serve for the community rather than for the power trip, which, in my opinion, a lot of these cops, they, they do it for the power trip. Yeah, for sure. Some, for sure. To get off the no, there's, there's great cops. Don't get me wrong. Some great people that are cops. There's some, I, know, I know a few that are really good people. And I also know some that, you know, you're whatever. Like, shit, you're a cop. Like, fuck. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe you're a cop. Um, no, I know. I, I'm in the same. But I think we all are. And I, everyone, I think that's everyone, and it's an unspoken thing. Even the ones that don't want. But but get off the cops for a second, because so James, um, when I first booked you on the show for this topic, it was late one night. I was I was talking to you. I didn't. I I didn't. It was so weird synchronicity shit that the next day I think I watched a Tim Pool podcast, mm-hmm. and he threw out there that. About this, the same, pretty much the same topic. He didn't bring up all the, I don't think the fentanyl and the GHB and the kids stuff, but he was saying, because I think, is he, is he like a pro Republican guy? No, he's actually, he's a liberal. He he was a liberal, but he's, all right. I don't know where he stands. And like, he he, just comes up, yeah, no, he's pretty smart. And he started throwing out the idea that maybe the government, and this is when I was like, oh my God, we're definitely, and he's making points. That maybe the government's preparing us for World War Three, which I think we've been at World. Everyone's telling me I'm crazy. As soon as the COVID hit, I was like, "Dude, we're at World War Three right now," and I've been saying that. They're like, "Everyone's like, you're crazy," and I'm like, "It's a bio weapon." I've heard many nurses that are coming out now. I, my neighbors, all kinds of people, tell me they don't say it's a bio weapon. They're like, "We don't understand this virus." It was spread very funny, and of course, like, I don't think. There's a lot of accusations to China. We're not going there, but whatever. Are you familiar with the Dr. Charles Lieber case? No. No? Really? So Dr. Charles Lieber, he was the head of chemistry and biochemistry at Harvard University. So he was like the head guy at Harvard University. And uh, January 28th, um, the DOJ issued a statement and came out and said publicly that they were arresting him and two Chinese nationals. Yes. Um, I I didn't know the name, but yes. Yes, so Dr. Charles Lieber, he's, he's literally the head guy in, in the chemistry and biochem department at Harvard, one of the most prestigious universities in the world, and he got arrested for working with the Wuhan lab, University of Technology. Is he the guy missing? The same, huh? Is he also missing? Was he missing? Yeah, he disappeared for a little while. Oh, okay. like he, right. They couldn't find him. They, they eventually found him. He got indicted the other day. They, they issued the indictments. He's, he's in big trouble. But uh, he was getting money... I believe it was a two, $2 million lump sum or a $1.5 million lump sum, something like that, $150,000 a year in expenses um, and uh, like ten grand a month or something like that just to live. And he was working for the Wuhan Lab of Techno- University of Technology. And he got arrested with two Chinese nationalists. One was going to school out here. She was a lieutenant in the military out for China. And the other one was caught trying to smuggle vials from U.S. to China, when they did testing on the vials, it was actually human DNA. So, yeah. um, and this is all in the DOJ report. You could see they they had a full press conference on it, yeah, and the indictment literally just happened, I believe, yesterday or the day before they they issued the indictment. Um, so that's really really wild to me. And then you have the president and other people coming out and saying that there's sufficient evidence to say that this was a man uh, a man made virus and- in a lab 
whether it was released yes, on purpose they don't or on say accident. All that that's a whole, yeah, huh? yeah, they're not saying that exactly because everyone's being like kind of like cautious. You know, you want to accuse someone. You never want to accuse someone of stealing until you have caught them red-handed, right? So it's like, dude, there's too much out there with this fucking virus. Like, I'm telling you, at first, I, right away, I was like, "This is this, the way this thing is spreading." I'm like, "This is a fucking bioweapon." Everyone's like, "You're crazy." You know, everyone always thinks I'm crazy. You're crazy. You're nuts. I don't. know. What do I know? Now, once again, intuition. That was just my gut. Now that quarantine's starting to stop and people are coming out, I've had two nurses, one in the fucking biggest hospital in New Jersey and the other in the biggest hospital in New York, tell me off the record they don't want to be fucking named. That listen, I don't know what this thing is. But it's we don't we've never been trained for this and we don't understand it. You kind of boil that down. And you start asking them questions. You poke them a little bit, and I'm like, "So is this man-made?" And they're like, "It's not natural." That's all they'll say. It's no, I I, I hear it all the time, and it's really wild to me because the social media, the powers that be, are silencing those nurses and doctors that yeah. are brave enough to come out and expose this. They'll start talking about it, and YouTube, Facebook, they literally remove it and just. Put it in the memory hole. You can't find it anywhere. Yeah, well, who owns most of that stuff? It, you know, when, when you dig really deep and where money comes from, it, it leads back to China. Yeah, and then you go back <laughs> to this. Uh, how about this? Because you're, you're, they're you're, not technically the owners. Though. They're not, they're the, not the owners, but they own money. a lot of stakes. How about this? Uh, I know we're jumping everyone. I want to keep this kind of fucking linear, even though we're in a non-linear warfare with these motherfuckers. Check this out. James, you're familiar with New York City, right? Very. Right? You know, like before COVID, let's say two years ago, all those. Uh-huh. Do you, do you know anyone, even if they're a millionaire, that actually lives in Manhattan anymore? No, everybody's leaving. No, they all left. But guess what? All the buildings are full. They're full, but they're empty. What the fuck what? is that? Do you know about that? No, I did not know that. You don't I know about know. all the real estate that's. Well, take- I know they they China spends a lot of money on real estate. I know that. But they, they know rent that. and they own and whatever buildings, but no one's living in them. No, I did not know that. Yeah. I knew about the go- the ghost towns in China, but oh, I didn't we know got about them in New York, dude. In New York. I-, I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, the last year or two. Really? Yes, yes, yes. When all really? the- dude, I yeah, I don't keep saying. I have a friend who's an artist who very, very <laughs> well, very well, born and raised in New York City, photographer, born and raised in New York City. He had to leave. He was priced out. The dude makes way more money than I. I hope I can make someday. He had to leave. And he was down in like Alphabet City, which was kind of like the scumbag place. I mean, he had a beautiful place, but he had to leave. He had to go to Brooklyn. And then he even got priced out of Brooklyn just because he wanted to live a little. And he left. And that's I when mean, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, no, he got a lot. I was like, wait, what's going on? And this dude had a building in Alphabet City for like 35 years. Um, and he rented it because most New, York's, New York people rent. Yeah, um, but the rent just do. got crazy, and then you find out that there's bro, there's skyscrapers, and there's all these buildings, and there's I know I I've I I know a guy who is I don't know if he's a billionaire, but he's close to a billionaire, and he was the, this is years ago. He started telling me about this, how he's whatever floor he's on and whatever the fuck he pays, it's crazy, and there's no neighbors, but it's all rented out. What? Yes. It's full. So occupancy is full, but there's yes. no neighbors. I didn't know they Chinese were doing I knew they were building literal ghost towns. Yes, yes. they're doing that in their in their thing, and they say that's for, for what? What's the reasoning for this? Speculation, speculation. They're saying because of a virus, if we hit them back, that they could all move to these cities to look like I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I said, bring it back to my friend who is the naval intelligence. I don't. We're not gonna. I'm not. I'm way too dumb to understand what this is. It's non-linear, weird warfare. It's very slow. 
they're not going to come here. They're not going to come here and fucking. I mean, they may. So this is okay. no, back back it, it would, it would, a war with them. Physical war with them wouldn't work because of our Second Amendment and how our country is built. Like if they came to Middle America, they may be able to take like New York City and a couple coastal yes. states. But if they came to Middle America in the mountains or the people in the Appalachians, they're fucked. Back to care. back to it's, Tim Pool. It's like when the Nazis went to go try try to fight in Siberia and in, in, in Russia. Yeah, yeah. They totally screwed themselves. So back it's to back to what Tim Pool said. I'm happy you just brought that up to re, re, to bring me back in. What he was saying was he was giving this he not just Trump but this administration credit for saying that all this shit was done. So we know how to grow our gardens, bake our breads, and everyone is armed to the fucking teeth. So just in case. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he, he thinks that there's almost like the the pregame. Like they gave I, us the pregame because they know what's coming. And dude, I my hand my hair is standing still right now. Um, on top like that fucking resonated with me so hard. It actually does have goosebumps. No, it resonated with me so hard. <laughs> FYI. Well, really? yeah, because re- you've always was- been and, and I'm I'm the same way. And like like I said when you said it earlier earlier in the conversation that you don't want to debate on Q, and I told you the other day, if I wasn't uh in so in tune with the Q movement, I'd be right there with you in the beginning. Like we're getting sent to Phoenix, FEMA camps. They're going to try to chip us, so on and so forth. And I'd be freaking, freaking the fuck out. I'd be losing my shit. And I told you that I was like, "Yo, let's 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 go to Costa Rica. Let's like let's get out of out of the country. Yeah. That kind of stuff." Because yeah. it's really terrifying when you start to figure out whose pockets they're lying. Like Diane Feinstein, she had her her driver was a Chinese nationalist and was a spy for the Chinese government for like twenty plus years. Like they, they, they've been literally selling all of our yes. intelligence to China. And these people have literally been bought and paid for. Like you said, they are buying buildings and no one's living in them. They're buying politicians and they're our doing dads. literally everything that they can to influence them, whether it's through, you know, blackmail would be Epstein or things like that. But uh, if you buy a teller made driver from them, though, the head will fly off. A fake teller made the head will fly off. Oh yeah, you can't. It it's looks Chinese same. made. Yeah. So what Tim Pool was saying though, right, was like about getting us all ready. And then what was interesting, I have on my notes here, is he was saying that beware, and it's exactly what you were just saying, James, that a big false flag will happen with a Chinese nationalist. And he goes, dude, nonlinear war. I don't think he said nonlinear warfare is more of a Sam Tripoli thing, but he said, dude, don't be surprised if it's like our people. That do the like, like you know what I'm saying, like a, like a, you know, how we had Muslims well, that, like that's, Muslims that's like shoot up, started. yeah, like, like how, yeah, exactly, you, you, you Operation Northwoods and all. Yeah, yeah, you start looking into, you know, what happened in of 9/11. Course. Uh, of course, you know. So he was saying, uh, like, look for like some spies, like you were talking about, but but some spies that will cause a big casualty event in the city, and that will be like, oh, now we're at war with China, dude. I don't want that shit. Like that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Do you think like the trade war that Trump is in with them? Do you think that accelerated all this? No, like that's they for prob- James. I have well, no idea. They you, probably so- had a deeper foothold, right, before basically the embargoes got put on, and maybe they got pissed at that, and then... So China hasn't been paying their fair share as far as the trade war goes because our previous administrations. Like I said, it's not Democratic or yeah. Republican. Bush, Both- too. Everyone. Everyone. They were all selling everything, all of our manufacturing. Everything was being done in China, and it really put our country in a tough situation, not just as far as um, our products being made over there, but with people's jobs and things like that, were being shipped overseas. So we weren't able to support our families and it was hitting us on a, on a very personal level, not just for the federal government, any kind of war like that. 
And the president, he's been putting that trade that that putting that trade embargo in, and it caused China. To, it kind of forced their hand. It really kind of forced their hand because if you follow what's been going on, everything that the president has been doing, people like John Kerry, Obama, they've literally been following the president or going beforehand to talk to the leaders of where the president's going to have a meeting with to kind of let them know, hey, listen, what, and James, we're they get have this big Chinese out. deals, right? Where they're they're they basically, you know, they have big Chinese deals, right? A lot of these politicians without a doubt they yeah, make right? a lot of money from china yeah, yeah, right? but they, it, like i said earlier they're, they're tied in not just politics they're tied in our agriculture they have deals deals oh, in dude. pretty much every industry dude that the, por the pork deal the pork deal huh? i could tell you i know about the pork deal yeah it's, i know it's, about that the one of the so restaurants i own most of what we sold was pork and the company that we got our stuff from, we visited the plant, the whole nine, and then a couple of years later, it was all Chinese. I'm like, wait, what? They're buying all Chinese, all and they would take all the good stuff farmers. too. The farmers are talking about it. They're like, listen, dude, we can't the farmers compete. follow the farmers. That's where I, yes. dude, I got yes. woke as fuck, and I hate the word woke. I got away by talking to farmers. Talk to and farmers. That's where it brings me back again to uh, the great job our president. You know, I, I got to say first off, happy birthday to the man. The guy's a legend, but. Um, <laughs> Guy's a legend, but uh, his birthday today. Yeah, it's his birthday today. Yeah, absolutely. Is that it's why you present. scheduled this, Mike? No, I did it. He's uh, <laughs> he's with uh, Winnie the. I was gonna right wear now. my hat, but I just got a fresh haircut because our barber's just opened up out here in Vegas. So I wanted I'm to. So show happy it off. to put that stupid. But uh, <laughs> but look at what he's done for the farmers. He's literally he's he's dedicated a lot of time and money to bring back farming and our farm our agricultural industry. And protect our farmers because they're being so. overrun by these big companies in China and bought out, and um, they can't compete. They they literally can't compete. A lot of these farmers are people, family-owned businesses. They're family-owned farms that've been passed down for generations. Those yeah, were cut out a while ago, dude. Yeah, but they—that's what. Why is it? Um, those were cut out. These well, are big, fucking, huge. Go ahead. I mean, a lot of them, yeah. But why is everything forced that way? You know, basically, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess this Dude, is a rhetorical question. We need to do a whole question, episode on but... <laughs> food because food is. I'm telling you, food that could be a double with mine because that's a, yeah. And it's I crossover. Yeah, I'll well, you start Clint files. Check it out. You know, Clint files. Who who funds what? What Monsanto's doing? Things <sighs> where they're getting their money. You can go on and on and on. About Always follow the money. Always follow yes, the money. Yes, and then yes. even the Monsanto's. Uh, Food is ruining the environment because it's got the pesticides Gliophosphate. already Gliophosphates. Yeah, um, inside of it. So then the uh, bugs won't eat it. And then that's washing off of Dude. it into the lakes and killing the bees, the gliophosphates, killing all the it's, all the um, flora in the in ponds the, and lakes and yes. stuff. And yeah. Putting all the fluoride to the calcifier, penile gland. Oh, yeah. He said flora. You said fluoride. But yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that too. You can throw that in there, too. I think the Germans threw the fucking fluoride in the water, but. We could blame it on the fucking Chinese. They did, Chinese but it's still too. in ours. Blame it on the fucking Chinese for that one yeah. too. Well, no, it's, it, it comes down to the money. Who's? But you who, know what? One thing I want to say money. right now: don't blame Chinese Americans. Go to fucking Chinese restaurants. That's bullshit. That's so disgusting that people are not going to China. I went to a Chinese restaurant yesterday. That's fucked up. I'll tell you the Chinese food in Vegas. It's it's shit compared to East Coast Chinese food. But when the coronavirus dude, hit, I went out. I went out and dude. I bought some chicken lo mein and dumplings. Yes. I was like, fuck that shit. Like, you know what? I'm Italian. Clint's food. Italian. James, I know you got some Italian in you. We were fascists at one point. 
Yeah, to the Americans. But you know, we're here. We're in this country. So don't do that. That's fucked up. One thing I got to say, anybody's taking a little bit away from this thing is I'm not talking about Chinese Americans or any Asian Americans. Support them. Or even just Chinese. Yeah, I mean, even the Chinese people. Yeah. Bottom line is we all don't want to fight each other. What's going on in Hong Kong? Look yeah. what's going on in Hong Kong. You have you have yes. all these these people in Hong Kong waving American flags and, and fighting, literally using everything that they possibly can to fight off their military because they don't have a Second Amendment. They can't own guns, so they're using anything that they possibly can. I, I think a guy had a spear or something like that. He they hit do somebody know, they, with. They know I take care of tear gas though with a little leaf blower. Thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, that was a le- he's a legend. He's a legend, that guy. It's a genius idea. You know, modern but, problems need, you know, modern solutions. See, and he see, figured James, it out. James, we're gonna, but, I know we got to let you go soon, but this is where I go so deep is that you're right. Those people, the Chinese people, it's not about them. It's not about the American or the, or the United States people. It's not about any of the people. It's about the tyranny who runs us. And yes. that's where sometimes I get. And I get a lot of criticism on this, but sometimes I'm like one world, one thing, not the fucking UN, but sometimes like we're people. I get a well, little I, bit like, well, I don't know where to go. Or sometimes well, when I'm you like, talk to people of other cultures, you find out that they're not much different than we're we all they're the all, same, all man. We're all the same. We're trying to live and make a living and support their yeah. family and love yeah. each Feed other. Feed our family, love each other, have a couple of beers, hang out, enjoy life. That's it. Exactly. That's I think. It. Yes, everybody, you know, and like we just discussed, and it's probably not been broken down, at least to me like that, but it's not all the citizens of these countries that we have an issue with. It boils down to that's what, it, what you know, people end up disliking each other or whatever, but we're not mad at them. We're mad no. at their government, whoever's doing the same, you know, ass screwing to them that they're doing to us here. James, isn't you know? it true in World War? I'm sorry. Isn't it true in World War One? Everyone took a. Uh, they stopped for a second because the wolves were killing everyone. Where they all got teamed up and just killed the wolves together. No, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, everyone check this out. Buddy. I'm gonna ask my buddy. Dude, Felix, I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive there was a time in World War One where everyone kind of like put their hands up, like guys, we're gonna stop killing each other. These fucking wolves are just destroying us in our <laughs> trenches, and they had fun and killed wolves and drank and had fun together. Because what? dude. It's they're they're not the they're just following orders in the military and it's very tough when you're in the military. Police I find it a little different than just the military. It's kind of the same shit. It's like system of it down kind says. Of, kind of system of down know, says that shit, uh, right? But you know, it's not a code like a blue falcon code in the military like there is in the police department and our law enforcement. You know they'll, what? They'll they'll, they'll you, snitch on some corrupt people out there. Yeah, they don't they don't they don't yeah. they, they have no time for nonsense. Yeah, yeah. After it gets a little crazy, yes, that's true. Yeah. Well, and that's again, true. because that's true. Because why? Because on the whole, uh, military over in situations like that are much more grave danger than cops are on the regular. You know, so it makes you operate at a different level. Because you guys are, you know, if you have somebody in the field that you know is fucked up, you don't want that guy with you. No, and that's what it comes down to. Is like, and that's why they have the, the cops have the the blue the blue falcon quote in the, to begin with is because when someone snitches on you, they're like, I can't trust you, and they don't want to work with that person. In reality, it should be the opposite. It should yeah. be the exact that's, opposite. That's them having a code and allegiance to each other yes, versus yes. having a code and allegiance to the people, the the people, people. which 100%. is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And I think that's what we said when Mike was going to take a piss was that I think it, the hiring process needs to change. I think the training needs to change. 
Like, you watch these cops. Uh, maybe, the pay, opinion, maybe the pay needs to change. Oh, but listen, cops in, in, my, in my town that I grew up in make 250 grand oh, a year. I know they make like, good money, but teachers and cops, like, if we, they, like, they should be the way we treat fucking doctors like, and lawyers. Let's yeah, talk about lawyers. Let's yeah, talk about lawyers. Lawyers are on the up. Doctors are on the down right now. Well, that's a whole other episode on the click files about insurance. (laughs) (laughs) And just the way the doctors get screwed. How they get paid on the Clint files. You can find (laughs) that on iTunes. But, you know, I always say why for teachers, at least, you know, teachers like we need to get paid more. And I agree. But how much better, how much gooder are you going to teach? Because you got twenty thousand more a year. If you give them enough money, uh, are you going to are you going to teach more? What are you not teaching? We can go down that rabbit hole as well because I think the whole schooling system needs to change just as bad as the the law enforcement system needs. Uh, What I was going to say, guys, because I know we're running out of time, James. You have to go to your mother in law's house or something like that. We, the whole system's got to fucking Rome is on fire, and the whole system's got to come down, and we can change it. We can change it. We definitely could change it. And like, dude, the Great Awakening, something is happening. I always say 2012, probably shit got, you know, now we're in 2020. And Well, you saw they just posted that they, someone misread the calendar. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was like, ah, that's a stretch. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, a, no, I believe that. That's always an easy one, though. We're so sure it didn't happen. Dude, I, okay, let me listen. It was a calculation error. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. But always, it's, it's really going to happen in twenty twenty. I, I I always thought after two thousand twelve that like the first year it was like it was a great year, but then like things got a little really weird, and I kind of felt like we jumped off a timeline. Have I you, know we're going deeper. Have you ever seen? And I brought this up before. I need to find it. There was like an old Roman uh, college student or whatever the fuck they called it back then, and uh, scholar. There you go, scholar. And he was uh, studying the timelines of every great civilization. And they all followed the exact same line. And it's like great freedom and independence. Oh, yeah. Then they all became um, capitalist and made tons of money and everybody was happy. And then they started to vote themselves in benefits from the government and it was like we are america is here and it lined up ex fucking exactly with the timeline of every other civilization that he said ever they showed yeah, michelangelo right, running itself. an antifa organization yeah <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> he's just fucking yeah man i i word was just lined up it's lined up for some destruction but positive I like to always think positive that's what I like to believe. Apocalypse I believe. I, 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 doesn't I, mean anything. I think I think we're seeing, dude. About to open up my business again, and like, I'm preaching to everyone that we're back to normal. Which we're not back to the old. The old way is. Mike, gone. please do not say new normal. Please, yeah. God. No, I don't no, say new yeah. normal, but I'm like, oh, we're back to normal. There's no more. No, new I say we're back to normal. Like, a, we'll, we'll, get, we'll we'll get back to normal, and I think it'll be better than ever. Yeah, but yeah. why, yo? We used to live in caves and have uh, some animal skin over our junk. And be barefoot and run through the woods and get rained on and everything else. Yeah, we were probably fucking kings back then. How we did we? <laughs> we have full face masks. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were. But my point is, how did people survive for that long without antibiotics, without this, without Zoloft, without all this shit? How did they do it? Wow. We're so well, advanced, but so it, not advanced it, it, at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah. You could go. You could go into. It goes back to the food. They're literally poisoning yeah. us, and Thank and yeah. the things that they're exposed, like our Water, cell phones. Like yeah, it, yeah. this thing is like a radiation thing. Yeah. Like I sleep with it yeah. away from yeah. my, my head. Yeah, yeah. Poison. 
Dude, and mo- the you know that there are a bunch of chemicals in our food that are banned in almost every yes. other country. <laughs> that they were like, hey, listen, they're banned in three years. You got three years. And I'm like, why would they do that? And the only thing I could think was that they needed to be able to figure out a new formula, like yeah. one molecule yes. off, so that they would then be legal and they could pass it for yeah. us. But I even yes. thought about the police brutality and all that stuff, and they said that a lot of it circles back to mental health. So they're trying to defund the police and make more uh, social service people. But again, that I think well, let's look is into them. Well, that's them tre- but, diddlers. but that again is treating the symptom. Not the cause. Yes. And the symptom, I thought about it. What could be making everybody crazy that they didn't have 200 years ago? And I looked up sugar's effect on and, your mental health. And glyophosphate. And it also shows that that's terrible for you. So Our inst- food is pumped with sugar. Instead of us fixing sugar. all of this food that's calling causing all this stuff, cancer. I'll tell you how to fix cancer. Fix our fucking food. Make it all natural. Oh, Go yeah. back to all that. Oh, yeah. That's uh, ADD. Like... Half of that shit is all from the food, and then they just give you one little pill, and they go, dude, this will... Hey, don't change your diet or exercise. Take this teeny pill. That'll fix all that. You think the Chinese are eating cow chocolate? Well, like like we were talking about before, China has a big big stronghold in our pharmaceutical industry, and our pharmaceutical industry, at the end of the day, is a business. They don't make money. They don't make money off of curing people. They make money off of... Repeat patients. Yeah. So back to our food. One of their famous thing. One of their favorite things to prescribe people is cholesterol medicine. They're like, oh, you know what? Your cholesterol is really high. Here's some cholesterol medicine. You have to yeah. take this every day for literally the rest of your life. Like that's pay- not diet directly affected. Exactly. And you could literally just go change your diet and change the way you eat. Or or uh, or uh, diabetes type two. Type two diabetes isn't yeah. it two the one that you develop? Yeah. And then they're like, you have pre-diabetes. Take this pill. No. How about you stop eating fucking cupcakes? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> take this pill. It's crazy. They don't like we haven't had a cure for a disease or a major illness in decades. And since the 50s. Why, why is that? Our technology has gotten better. Our, we've made way more way further advancements since the 50s than we had back then. And nothing. No, no cures. No. Uh, you know, cancer isn't even, there's not even like a, a, a Please. hope yeah. for it. To How get long better. have they been fighting cancer? How about the fact that this is all my, this is all Clint file That's shit. Okay. Now we're getting into fucking talk, uh, That's right. food. Uh, it's just such a joke. The way that they prescribe Dude, stuff. What about a chicken? Just, what do you mean? Oh, all the steroids they pump in, in the chicken, the chickens, they look. When I was so a kid, my fire. grandma raised chickens. They were like little things. Yeah. You need a few of them to feed a family. Yeah. Dude, these things are so big now, they fucking can't stand up. Well, that's ironically when we were in China. I told you the restaurant where they're like, go ahead, catch your own chicken. And the chicken had a wolf's head on it? No. Oh. <laughs> no, they were just small. Oh, they were little. Yeah, yeah they were normal chickens. So they feed their people. Back to China. Yo. They feed their people regular <laughs> fucking chickens. Oh, yeah. Dude, they were little ass, like just in the back of Our the restaurant. Our like Ronnie Coleman. The restaurant had their own. I was yeah, that's seriously. What I, I was like, this is a little baby. Jay Cutler. Is this a fucking chicken? Looks like Jay Cutler. <laughs> I was like, is this a baby chicken? What do you do, guys? No, that's a real chicken. I know. <laughs> that's what they're supposed to and look like. So Meanwhile, good. our chickens are just juiced out of their mind. Yeah, yeah. they had a okay. little yard behind the restaurant, and we went there, and they're like, handed us a fishing net, and they're like, the <laughs> the dudes, the promoter guys, <laughs> the promoter, uh, like the dude that drove us around, he like. 
the promoter was like, hey, take them over to that restaurant and have them let, catch their own chicken. Tell them to let them catch their own chicken. Yeah, exactly. Well, so they, they used to have something like that in Patterson. Do you remember, <laughs> Mike? Do you ever go to the chicken spot in Patterson? Yeah, but the, th- the difference with there is that you cut the head off, you drew a pentagram, you did Santeria, and you became a millionaire two months later. Oh, there, oh you, yeah. so there you go. Listen, if you maybe. knew the guy, if you knew a guy, sacrificing the Malak, if you threw him a hundred, sacrificing the Malak here. Yeah, yeah. You, fa- you Hil- sacrificed- Hillary Clinton's taking a chicken to her backyard. Yeah, and yeah. Sacrificing you, in the Patterson, if you knew the guy, you gave him a hundred, and that's what you did. <laughs> you didn't do it. No, it was I, a did spot it. I did it. <laughs> but that's why I got <laughs> fucking three ACL surgeries and fucked up because, like, you know, what goes up must come down. So it, <laughs> it was good. But for no, I don't know if it's still there in Patterson, but you used to literally go to a shop and they'd come out of the back and. They'd hold yeah. up two chickens, and you'd pick the one. It was a tiny little chicken, and, and they'd go in the head. back, kill it, defeather it, and they'd hand yeah. it to you. It was still warm. And I was a little kid going. My grandfather was off the boat from Italy, so he had to eat everything fresh. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing nothing. That could was be. his spot. Yeah, it would ne- yeah, it was his spot. You could never, he could never buy store-bored chickens. So yeah. you'd have to go, and it would smell to high heaven. I, 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 remember, I remember it smelled vividly. Oh, you go in the place. I used to go for my grandparents. Yeah, to the yeah my great-grandfather was off the boat. He'd go in his backyard and shoot the rabbit with a BB yeah. gun. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd open up the freezer. There's still a rabbit in the freezer. Like that's how old school. Born in, Italy, in the old country, yeah. Italy. Yeah, the yeah. same town. So actually, our, our grandparents yeah, we're from the, the same, same town. town in so well, yeah, yes. And I used to feed my my grandfather's uh, um, rabbits. We thought they were all yeah. cute, and we feed them. And next thing you know, we're eating them. But yeah, yes, yes, we're from. Yeah, the, you'd open up the freezer. And there, there he is, right, looking right at right that, at you, James. dead in the eyes. It was, but but, but you know what? Like they lived. They lived. They lived long, good lives. They lived through shit. They lived through some hard times. Yeah, my grandfather lived to ninety six. And my grandfather, <laughs> exactly ninety six years old. My grandfather old. was ninety five, full head of hair. He lived. They lived a long, and they. I remember if you took if you pulled out a bottle of Advil, it's like I pulled out a bottle of fucking Oxy eighties. They'd be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, they didn't believe what in that the stuff. Fuck? They, they had, no way! They had all these home remedies. Yeah, yeah. You should throw a little what? olive oil on you, smack you in the face three times. Apple cider vinegar. Yeah. yeah. You Get know? the wooden spoon out. Yeah, hit you in the fucking face with the wooden spoon a couple of times so you go to sleep. Like, stop being a fucking baby. <laughs> I'm about to use the F word, but times are a little hard, so I'm not going to use that right now. I'll say they baby. I'll say weakling. I'll use the F word right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, they would, that's how they would treat but us. My grandfather sure. would have called me the F word, and I'm not talking about fuck. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. He would have called oh, me that a couple of no. times and smacked me in the mouth and said, go to sleep. Just shut the fuck up and, yeah, and leave you shut alone. up. I'll say it. James, we didn't really t- go too deep with China, but that's okay because you know what? This show someday is going to be a three-hour show. Clint doesn't know it yet. <laughs> but it's going to be because we got to dive deep, and I'm going to have a lot of my friends on where we're going to digress. But, James, no, thank I, you so much. I'm looking forward to coming back on. Yeah. I, I we're going to have part two. We're going to have part two. Uh, we may even do a swap cast, and we'll do all kinds yeah, of Yeah, I want to get you on get you on with us for sure. Maybe if Clint wants to join no, and yeah. uh, put I'm in his in. two cents. I'm always down. Where yep. I go yep. one, Clint goes all. We will bring him. Absolutely. Uh, the one we go all, my friend. Mike needs me to run the uh, <laughs> sound. Hey, yeah, don't Mike's, fucking expose me. <laughs> well, that's what I need oh, Nick for. That. I need Nick to do right. all my, my production value. He's supposed to teach me tomorrow on how to do it. So, Because we did an episode three days ago, and it's still not out, this guy. It's still out there. Uh, but, yo, check it out. Guys, listen. I'm going to have you plug yourself, but James. Production keep- guys, right, Mike? Production fucking, yeah, fucking guys. Screw <laughs> <laughs> you guys. James, you do have a podcast that's blowing the fuck up. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, check us out on we the, at We the People Radio. You can find us on YouTube. We're gonna eventually be on uh, all podcast platforms. We're still working on it. We don't have a tech guy like Clint. We're doing it by the seat of our pants. But uh, yeah, he, give credit to him where credits <laughs> due because he's doing great work. I see you guys all over the place now. Um, but also, you can check us out. A lot of our content gets posted on Instagram. We the People uh, Radio with periods in between each word. I'm sure Mike can link it below. Yeah, we're gonna the, link it. The, we're uh, gonna link it. 
Um, but yeah, check us out there. We, we go down, we're big into asking questions. That's what we're really big into. We're trying to find the truth and everything, not just in politics and, uh, what we're talking about today in China and things like that, but in fitness and nutrition, every, every aspect of world sports, that's what we're trying to find, get to the bottom of and just ask questions rather than being told, told what to believe. We, uh, we believe in free thinkers and that's why I was excited to get onto this podcast. The free thing. He does. And guys, side note, side note, I know people are very upset with people that are maybe Trump or whatever heavy. Let me tell you something. These are real free thinkers. I know these people. Everyone on that podcast is somebody I've known for a very long time. And like I said, we don't have to always agree about everything, but these guys are the real deal. They're free thinkers. They're not sheep. And they question everything. You know, if Trump told them to do something that didn't fucking add up, they, they wouldn't fucking just follow. That's not who these guys are. I love you, James. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Check us out. We'll be on No Carnival Parking at the end of the week. Uh, Clint, you got anything going on? No, not yet. I'm going to schedule my first my guest for uh, the Clint Files. But uh, you can find everything that we do over here. No Carnival Parking, uh, the Free Thinker Society, the Clint Files, all on freethinker.tv. So maybe we'll even talk to you. We're trying to make a little conglomerate of some... Uh, you know, some free thinker content. So um, I'm always down for a collab. There yep, you go. Always. And try to just uh, promote our friends and promote our projects. So really just check that out. Everything will be there. Freethinker.tv. Thank Later, you so much, everybody. Peace. Absolutely. Thank you for having Thank me, guys. You. Yes. Thank you.